0: The Finding Clarity podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. And our purpose for this podcast is to answer your questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. And so what we do each week is, is we try to take about 15 to 20 minutes and answer a question that you might be wrestling with or that has been posed to you by somebody else who's wrestling with this question. Today's question really comes right out of the Christian life, and it has to do with the struggle that all of us as believers in Jesus Christ have, and it has to do with the issue of sin in our lives. We recognize that the scripture teaches that through Jesus We have been freed from the power of sin, but yet we continue to struggle with it. And so what we're going to look at today is the simple question, but yet powerful question, why do I continue to sin? We're going to look at the question, why do I continue to sin? So what we're going to do is we're going to take this podcast and basically divide it into three sections. First of all, we're going to look at why do we think that we have to stop sinning? Why do we come to that conclusion? Why do we think that we have to stop sinning? Now, you might be saying, wait a minute, George, i got a problem with that because you're assuming that it's okay to sin. No, I didn't say that. I'm going to talk about why we assume that we have to stop sinning. What does the scripture teach? And then that leads into the struggle that we have and the reason for the question, why do I continue to sin? So that's the first part. Why do we think we have to stop sinning? And then we're going to look at what the Bible conveys about the issue of you and I sinning. Because the Bible makes the assumption that you are going to sin because you're a human being and you're a sinner saved by grace as a Christian. You're a human being and a sinner who has been saved by grace as a Christian. So we're going to look in the second part there, does the, what does the Bible convey? And then the third part, we're going to talk about that struggle, because the question, why do I continue to sin, really is comes out of a struggle within us. We know we want to stop sinning, but we can't stop sinning, and we continue to sin, so there's this struggle going on, How do we answer that biblically? So that's what we're going to look at today. So let's take the first part. Why do we think that we must stop sinning? Well, I think if you read through the New Testament, through the Gospels, all the way through Revelation, I think you realize that the conveyance of the New Testament is, is that Jesus, yes, he does forgive us our sins, but he wants us to stop sinning. Okay, take for instance, John chapter 8, the woman caught in adultery. Whole situation there, she's being accused, they ask Jesus the question about whether it's lawful or not to stone her because she was caught in adultery, Jesus stumps her accusers by saying okay he was without, without sin let them cast the first stone and then one by one those accusers leave and all that's left is jesus and this woman and jesus says to her woman where's your accusers and she responds you know they're not there and jesus says okay well you go and then notice what he says send no more go and sin no more also if you remember jesus Gospel of John, healing the man by the pool, pool of Siloam, where, you know, the, they thought that the angel stirred the water. He heals that man. Later, Jesus goes and seeks out that man and he tells that man, stop sinning or something else worse will happen to you. So Jesus is there telling people to quit sinning. Here, listen to this. Romans, Romans chapter six, great passage of scripture. Paul's writing here in his, his really, his whole treatise of of the issue of salvation, talking about because of salvation, because of grace, he's asking this question, what shall we say then, Chapter chapter 6, verse 1, what shall we say then, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Obviously, the Romans were possibly thinking, well, you know, because of grace, we can just do what we want to do. And he says, certainly not. How shall we who have died to sin live any longer therein? you know, you and I shouldn't, because we're saved, be pursuing sin in our lives. And so we recognize that. We recognize that uh, we are new creatures in Christ, and therefore we shouldn't be sinning. Listen to this, also chapter 6. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under the law, but under grace. The power of sin has been broken in your life. So we understand that the Bible teaches us that we need to stop sinning. We need to quit sinning because that power has been broken in our life. This is what Jesus wants for us. This is the teaching of the New Testament. But here's the problem. The problem is, is that we continue to sin. The problem is, is that we continue to struggle with the same old sins. And it seems like a battle, no matter how hard we try, no matter the effort we make, no matter the stringent things we place ourselves under, we go back to, once again, over and over and over again, we go back to the same old sins, and we keep on sinning. And we get frustrated, and we don't know what to do. And the newer you are to the Christian faith, you begin to wonder, it leads to other struggles like, am I really saved? Did Jesus really save me? Because I'm still struggling with sin. So you have a problem with the assurance of your salvation. Now, so we understand why we think we have to stop sinning, because the Bible teaches that. So again, don't say that George is saying, I can just go ahead and sin. That's not what I'm saying. The Bible teaches very clearly that you and I are to stop sinning, but the problem is is that we continue to sin. We continue to struggle with sin. So that leads us to our question, why do I continue to sin? So we're going to look at that second part now. What does the Bible convey about you and I and the issue of sin, especially our sinning? I think a key passage to look at is 1 John chapter 2, Look at what John the Apostle writes. My little children, verse 1, My little children, these things I write to you that you may not sin. So he's saying, I'm writing these things to you so that you don't sin. Okay, there we go again, George. You're pointing that out. I've got to stop sinning, but I'm sinning. I can't stop. No matter what I do, I'm struggling. Wait a minute now. Listen to the rest of the verse. Let me read it to you again. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. Not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Okay, stop. What's he saying there? He's saying, I'm telling you these things so that you don't sin. But... If anyone sins, stop for a moment. The assumption is, as a believer in Jesus Christ, who has experienced salvation, you're going to sin. If anyone sins, here's the remedy. Here's the answer to the struggle. You have an advocate, an advocate. What's that? Like a lawyer. You have someone arguing the case before you. With the Father. Who's that? Jesus Christ. And here's what he says about Jesus Christ. He himself is the propitiation for our sins, but not just for ours, but also for the whole world. He is the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice. He made the sacrifice for you and I for our sins. Okay, here's what I'm going to encourage you to do on your own. If you want to understand the issue of Jesus being your advocate, because you do continue to sin, go over to the Old Testament, Zechariah, the prophet Zechariah, chapter 3. I want you to read on your own verses 1 through 5. And here's what you're going to see. You're going to see the Lord being the angel of the Lord, which I believe is the pre-incarnate Christ, being an advocate concerning Joshua and his sinfulness. And it's really a good passage for you to look at. But let's get back to our original question. Why do I continue to sin? So let's talk about the struggle. Because, my friends, it is a struggle. It is something that we wrestle with. So what what do I need to understand about the Scripture? So here's what you need to do. You need to go back to Romans. Remember, I told you Romans 6. We see very much the emphasis there in Romans 6 that the power of sin has been broken in our lives and we're no longer under its power. But then you come to Romans chapter 7. And I know that this there's some different views there about Romans 7, whether this is talking about Paul before he became a Christian, whether this is talking about an unbeliever. My view and the context of the passage within the whole letter is, is this is Paul a believer, the apostle, talking about his own personal struggles with sin. And listen to what he says. Look at what he says, verse 13, chapter 7. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me, though what is good so that sin, through the commandment, might become exceedingly sinful. For we know the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what am I doing? I do not understand. For what I will to do, I do not practice. What I hate, that I do. Isn't that the struggle that we have? We know we want to do right, but we can't do it. But the thing that we don't want to do, sin, we keep on doing it. Listen to what he says here. If then, if I... Do what I will not to do, I agree with the law, that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin dwells in me. You have within your flesh, Paul is saying, sin. You have trained your flesh in sin. Notice what he says. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. Again, expressing that struggle. How do we stop sinning? How do we stop sinning? For the good that I will to do, I do not. But the evil I will not to do, I practice. That's a powerful verse. Verse 19. Again, expressing I want to do what's right. I can't stop doing what's wrong because I can't do what's right. But then notice now, verse 20. For if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Listen to this. This sounds like you and I when we wrestle with our sin. Oh, wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from this body of sin? Who's going to help us? Cause we can't stop sinning. Who's going to help us? That's the frustration we have. Here's the answer. Verse 25. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's the answer. Jesus Christ. Our Lord he's the answer so then with my mind I serve the law of God but with the flesh the law of sin notice what's going on here the struggle is real it it it, it has every one of us it, it we're nobody sits out on this struggle every one of us has this struggle how do we deal with it how do we how do we deal with the fact that in our flesh is this power of sin That we're no longer in bondage to, but it still controls us. How do we deal with this? The answer? Jesus Christ. Now go back to 1st John chapter 2. Listen again to what John writes, verse 1 and 2. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. My friends, The issue is Jesus. Yes, we need to keep working, keep seeking victory over our sin, stop sinning, make every effort to quit sinning, but when we find ourselves in that struggle with the power of sin in our flesh, there's hope. There's Jesus. And he understands. And he gives you strength and he prays for you, and he speaks on your behalf, because he died for you, he died for me, so that we might have eternal life, that we might have the forgiveness of sins, and one day, one day, we will be with him, and the battle will be over, the battle will be over. In fact, if you go to Revelation, one of the things I think that is amazing is how many times it talks about him who overcomes. Him who overcomes. And it talks about the blessing of those who persevere. What are we persevering? Persevering in the struggle of this life. Persevering in the struggle of this life. Finding Clarity Podcast is an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. You say, George, I do have a question. How do I get that question to you? Well, if you attend the services here at Kerwinsville Christian Church, you can come and talk to me or just simply put your question in an offering plate and they'll get it to me and we'll try to answer your question on the podcast. If you while I'm saying that if you don't have a church you're attending and you're looking for a church or would like to try church, we would encourage you to attend our services. We're located at 700 State Street, Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. Our service starts at 10:45 in the morning and we're come as you are church. You don't have to worry about dressing up. You just basically come and you can be a part of our service and learn about Jesus Christ. You can also contact us through our church webpage, KerbinsvilleChristian.org. if you go to the contact section there, you can find a form in which you can submit your question and get it to us. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. And once you're there, I would encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with what's happening with Finding Clarity Podcast. But we would also ask you to maybe uh, drop a note on the wall or send us a message about your question that you want us to wrestle with. Next week, we're going to look at another question concerning the Christian life. We're going to look at the question, how do I die to myself or deny myself? It's either either way, die to myself or deny myself is usually talking about the same thing. But how do I die to myself or deny myself? We're going to look at that question next week. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to us. Trust you'll be listening next week. Take care.